Thursday, December 28th. Having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry John Stone Street recently addressed the fact that America is shrinking. He said, I don't mean we're getting shorter. What he was referring to is the latest official estimates taken from two years of data. That puts the U.S. fertility rate at 1.84%. In other words, the average American woman will have just under two children in her lifetime. Obviously, if we stay on this trajectory, we can't replace our population. Now, all of us look at Europe and we hear the horrors of the shrinking European population. Well, actually, we're shrinking faster not by many decimal points of the percentage, but we're actually shrinking faster. We're having less children per family than even Europe. It's really interesting. I don't mean to be morbid or insensitive in this following sentence, but maybe just to try to get the point across. An interesting phenomena has been captured in Japan where neighbors are finding people dead in their apartments because of the odor. They actually have a way now who you contact and it's being publicized if that happens to you. Why would they do that? Because over 4,000 Japanese are dying in their home alone each week. The fact is, is they don't have families. They don't have children to take care of them. That's what's happening. They are alone. <laughs> Somebody said to me one time about my children, and I said, well, I love my son. I, man, him, I have a great son, but I take a lot of time with my daughters because I know they're the ones that are going to take care of me. They're going to pick out my casket or my nursing home. That's just an evidence of what we're talking about, and that's the trajectory that the United States finds itself. Why? We devalue children, number one. Number two, We have undermined the family structure. That's why we talked about the last tax reform package that affirms the family structure as being so important. We actually penalize marriage and the family structure historically in the last years, but this last tax reform package has kind of turned that around a little bit. We also undervalue children, and then we kill children. We have a holocaust upon the unborn children. I mean, when you stop and think of the 60 million plus children that we've killed with abortion, what would they be doing for their families? How many Mozarts have we killed? How many Schweitzers have we killed? How many great people have we killed? And by the way, everybody's made in the image of God. Everybody has value and dignity no matter what they achieve because they're made in the image of God. So we kill children. We devalue children. We have adopted policies that have been opposed to marriage, family, and the having of children. And so we're on that trajectory. So you've got people that are going to die alone increasingly. Now, we haven't felt it so much. When Stone Street says that we're shrinking, he's not talking about our land mass, and he's not talking about our population because of our immigration. That's how we're not feeling it. But the fact is, to absorb people into this nation, to adopt our values through immigration is a challenge. And when we have lost the grip of our values as a nation, which, by the way, I believe is partly the effect of the lack of a vibrant church that has both breadth and depth in its ministry. The church has a lot of breadth, but we're about five miles wide and one inch deep. And therefore, the impact that we've had on the spiritual strength of this nation, which added to this nation being a melting pot, 
but we're no longer a melting pot. We're now a smorgasbord. We're hyphenated everything. I'm a Caucasian American. I'm a black American. I'm a Hispanic American. That first generation dynamic of being a whatever Irish American, everybody wanted to get rid of that. I want to be an American because America was not defined ethnically. It was defined by a set of values and virtues, which originally had come through the impact of the Great Awakening of the 18th century. And so we've lost that, and therefore we now have this smorgasbord, and the cohesiveness of a nation is lost when they don't have a common engagement of the values and virtues that a nation at least once stood for. Harry, Stone Street makes another interesting observation, which you and I have probably both enjoyed, and that is babies make you optimistic. When I have a new grandchild come into the family, I'm almost euphoric about an optimism for the future. And when new babies aren't there, we don't look to the future. Yeah, and the previous thought I was making is that while it's difficult to get an immigrant to buy in, it's not as difficult to get someone to buy into the virtues of a country if they were raised in that country by parents who understood the virtues of that country. And yes, you are exactly right. Look at the face that lights. Oh, we're having a child. When new life comes, it always is uplifting. A farmer out there, he looks and he sees the seed coming forth in a shoot. He gets excited. Oh my goodness, what's going to happen next? And you see a person that says, we're going to have a baby. And you see the excitement of it. In a church, when people are born again and you got new believers, you see the excitement of it. And the same thing happens when you have a population. It's interesting. I, of course, was a part of the baby boomer population, which was basically about 3.8 children per family unit. Now we're down to 1.7 children per family unit. I believe that not only does the having of children lend to hope and optimism, I think the fact that we're not having children is a reflection of the loss of hope and optimism and the loss of a right view of children. Where does that put the church, Tom? The church has a great opportunity. First of all, we not only get a chance to win people to Christ and teach them about the gospel so that they grow in the grace and knowledge of Christ. As believers, we have this marvelous promise, I'll be a God to you and to your children after you. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you should be saved, you and your household. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. The Bible says that our children are set apart, sanctified by the Lord. The Bible says that children are a blessing of the Lord. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he'll not depart from it. My goodness, just think of not only can we bring forth productive citizens in our nation, we can bring forth Christians. And so the church ought to be having children. Now, I'm not telling people to go out and have 13 kids in your family. I'm not saying that. And I'm not going to talk to the matter of family conception control. I'm not going to speak to that today. But I am going to say this. In the church, we ought to see the blessing of new life, not only with new believers, but with new covenant children. We ought to see the hope of new life in our covenant children. We ought to see children as a blessing. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them, the Bible says. That's the way we ought to see it within the church, which, by the way, would have a great blessing upon our nation as well, as we raise up young children coming to Christ who learn and grow, then they make good citizens and we can contribute to the well-being of a nation and the public policy of that nation. Well, Harry, let me ask you, is the evangelical church, is its fertility rate any different than the world's? 
Every evidence is it's a few decimal points higher. It's not quite as low, and there's not been an intensive scientific study, but all of the study that's been done, we are still under that quote-unquote replacement of two children per family. But we're still a little bit more. I think the church ought to have its own baby boomer. And by the way, another way for us to do it is adoption. Let me also get to that. There are children that are had that are unwanted. Then let's say to people, don't kill your children, don't abort, we'll adopt. And so again, back to that tax reform package that has increased, maintained and even increased the credits for adoption process. We can at least have some help there. And I'm very grateful for the adoption ministries. Two ministries I really love to watch in the adoption foster care ministry, along with our special needs ministry at Briarwood. Let's continue to do those as churches as well, Tom. Harry, we are out of time for today. Tomorrow is our final broadcast of 2017. Let's look back on this year in the news. Tom, this is going to be an interesting program tomorrow. So everybody bring your pen and your paper and your pencil and your prayer journal. We'll do it tomorrow. That'll be on Friday's edition of Today in Perspective. As we close out, let me remind you to download the Briarwood app. It's a great resource that brings to you written audio, and video resources that will challenge your walk in the Lord Jesus Christ. This app is yours free of charge. It is available through your favorite app store. Simply go to that app store, type in Briarwood PCA. You'll download the app. It's yours at no cost. We'll stop by again tomorrow Friday as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective. 